0: Okay, Bokatov is today's is staff is Daf Hey in Chagiga. Again, we learned for a Shalema, for Yosef Azriel ben Chaimichal, and Elazar ben Ruma, And today also we wish for a uh, Elias Alias of Rav Pinchas, then Alazar Ali Mela Halevi, who's your site is today. <coughs> Yesterday we got down to about two-thirds down the down the way on pay on, on, on Daf Hey. Rabbi Yochanan, right? With the words Rabbi Yochanan, it's about in the middle of the last. Tell there. Rabbi Yochanan came out to the Rabbi Yochanan, when he got to this plastic bachi he cried. Everything God will bring in judgment. Everything that's like under the word, God will bring in judgment. <laughs> <It> sounds like kamaseil <laughs> It really means anything done under the under heaven. Uh, God will bring the judgment. I'll call him Everything that's hidden everything that's hidden, and it says also in Tovi Im Ra. So the first question says, is evit rabo shokolo shkogoski kizdonos, uh, a servant whose master treats um, the things that were done inadvertently like shkaga, just as if he did it uh, on purpose. Um, is there any remedy for that? In other words, if God judges mistakes or, or things that he did, did by accident, as well as things that he did intentionally, uh what can you how can you get out of that my alcohol now what do you mean everything it's hidden sometimes you do something and you don't even realize that it upsets other people a person who let's say uh kills a a little vermin like a, a louse or something in front of somebody else and the other guy is disgusted by it you spit in front of somebody right in the old days they had spittoons in the shuls you know till people got disgusted by it so uh you know like it, it, it offends people so even something like that which uh, even it's hidden you don't even realize he did something uh, God will God will, uh, will exact punishment for that as well. my tovim Ra what do you mean if it's good that's that's good right even if in something it's good, God's going to judge you uh, badly because of that. What does that mean? I'm and stuck a before Hesia you give money to a poor person but you do it in public to embarrass him. He saw a man, man giving uh, alms to the poor publicly. Better you shouldn't give him anything. Now that you've given it to him, and embarrassing to him. Martin the Caesar is what's the important thing. So sometimes a person thinks he's doing something good, but if he embarrasses the, 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 the ani, it's not so good. So again, that's what it means. In tov, even on something good, God will punish him if he does it in the wrong way. It's not what you do. It's how you do it. The Isha a person who gives money to a poor woman, an almana, gives it to her hiddenly, meaning quietly where people don't see it. Because it'll bring her to suspicion of immorality if he comes to her house and he gives her money. So people might see, somebody might see that and then suspect her of immorality. So again, you have to know how to do something, not just what to do, but how to do it in an honorable way. A person sends some meat home to his wife right before Shabbos, and it's not been cut up, meaning it hasn't. They didn't do any yet to take out the veins and the fatty parts that are bustled, that are not allowed to be eaten, that are, that, are, uh, uh, that are forbidden to be eaten. And he did it right before Shabbos when things are in a rush, and he didn't have time, and she wouldn't have time to do it properly. So they're also, you're doing something good, you're sending this meat home, but you're doing it in a bad way. Ivarava. Is that any more than any? Rav Mishagur. Rav would send home to his, Rav himself sent uh, meat home to his wife right before Shabbos, and he wasn't concerned about uh, that she might uh, eat some of the parts that are forbidden or not uh, not properly do the nihur or the travering. So shiny about her fist it's different. His wife was the daughter of Chista, the Kimlik brother. Well, he knew that she was an expert in that, and she would have no trouble at all taking out the veins and the fatty parts, the parts that are also to be eaten, and it wasn't a problem. But normally. If you do it in a way, you think you're doing something good, but you do it in a bad way, God will get you for judgment on that too. So before, when he got to this posseg, so we had before, Rabbi Yochanan didn't just get one posseg that he cried, he cried by several posseg. The said, by the toch of Ahir kisimtsena also rose rabbas vatsaras, when um the evil, the many evils and the troubles, the suffering will visit this person, will find this person, so he says Eved, whose master gives him evil and troubles. Takani how do you get out of there? Is there any remedy? My Rose Vitzoros. what do you mean by rose Vitzoros? We're going to learn a few in a few weeks that Atsara is a co-wife, right? When we start Yvonne, Tsara is a co-wife, as it's in the Chumash, right? We have it in Tanakh. Uh, we, have it in, we have it in the chumash, we have it in Tanakh. Tzorah is a co-wife. So what does it mean, Rose Vitsoros? What does it mean? Bad things and troubles, just say Satan one word to tell you. Bad things that happen together, like a co wife happened together, visited this person at the same time. You could go and see like a person bitten by both a wasp and a scorpion at the same time. And Rashi explains because the remedy for one is the, um, is the problem for the other, causes pain for the other. Rashi says here, uh, that, that for, a scor- for a scorpion bite you should use hot water and for a wasp you should use cold water and if you do it the other way around it brings you to bigger danger so here when he's bitten by both he has no option if he uses cold water that's going to be a problem for a uh, for the scorpion bite and if he uses hot water it's going to be a problem for the wasp bite so he has no option that's what it means that the rows visit him together like soros both things came together a person who um, now according to this, Shmuel, according to Rashi learns that Shmuel is going back on the good and bad. Um, The Tosas Alamforshim uh say that's not likely. We're discussing now about the uh, now you're going back to the Pusik in in um, of uh, of Im Tovim Ra, the puffs in Kahelis, Uh seems a little bit strange, but that's how Rashi learns that the Im Tovim Ra is going on this. What do we mean by that? That if a person gives money to the poor person when he's really in trouble, when he, when, when he, he doesn't wait to give it to him, when he could give the money would be better spent. If he got it earlier on in the season, he could buy the food properly, buy the, uh, the flour, the wheat, whatever, and process it and it would be cheaper. But if he waits until the end of the season and just gives him some money then, then it's going to be very expensive when things are very uh, pushed or very, uh, he's, under, he's under duress. That's what he means over here. Um, the the low-kodem shots, of Schieff, if he had a time, if he would have given when the guy still had time and wasn't yet that starving, he would have been able to go buy flour. Would have, money would have been better spent. This is the guy, he's doing something good. He's giving money to the poor but he's giving it to him at a bad time. He waited too long. I remember behind I mentioned this goes along with the saying that people say, Zuzah la lola, uh, Zuzah la lola shikha. You can never find money to buy the, the wheat, to buy the, uh, the produce when you, you know, the, in, in the grain form. You, you, you'll never, they never give it to him when they can buy it in the grain form. When he can hang it up, meaning food that's hung up in the house, when it's already in the, in the full form, when it's already in the uh, eatable form, then, then they give it to him, but then it's too late. Then it costs, you know, it costs uh, many times more, and it's difficult. Rashi also quotes that the notice for hanging up. Mm-hmm. told basal that he hangs up because if a person hangs up his food, that's uh, that, that that's also a sign of poverty or can bring poverty. In any case, the point is is that you should give the money to him at the right time. Give money to the poor, not when you're embarrassing him. Uh, help the widow, not when you could bring a uh, uh, some suspicion on, on uh, the, the suspector and not send food right before Shabbos when it would be difficult to kasher it. Again, we're here. We, we quoted this pasuk that uh, he, he said. This pasuk. Rabbi Yehoshua cried when we read this pasuk in the tocheh chavayikis m'selos saras ravos. Pasuk goes on over there. It says When I will get angry, b'azafdim I will forsake them. I will have upon them I will hide my face from them. I will. Not, not show them my face. This is the sign of the Jews. If if you're if you're not suffering like God is not showing His face to us, you're not part of the Jewish people. If you will not be consumed by the goyim, also. In other words, if you don't have any troubles, we we question your your heritage, religion, religion whether you're really Jewish. Lineage. Lineage, yeah. You, you don't seem to have any trouble. You're wealthy and the government doesn't seem to bother you at all. So they, they looked at him. You don't have upon God doesn't uh, turn his face away from you and you are not consumed by the Goyim. You know how much money I have to send in taxes and, uh, and uh, fees to the government? Still, the rabbis cast their eyes upon him, as if to say, you know, he's under suspicion. And this is Rafa, can you imagine? ad they, they cast his eyes, look how well he's doing, you know, like, like he seems to be doing well, the government doesn't bother him. And right at that time, Shadudvei the, the, uh, Malka, the king, Shrav Malka, sent uh, his messages for Gavu and they extorted all kinds of money from him. Shalu, Rashi says. In other words, they gave, him the, they gave him the evil eye, look how well he's doing the time this makes this makes sense this goes along with what we say armor wherever the chachamim cast their eyes upon somebody with suspicion or uh you know with um uh, they, they 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 were angry at him Oh, me so only either comes to the, the end result is either death or poverty and here it was poverty because they took his money away And i will I will um, turn my face away from them. I will hide my face on that day. He says, "On that day, Bayomahu, Amar Rava or Amar Raba, Amar Hashem said, mehem uh, "Even though I turn my face away from them, I don't immediately answer them. I don't make myself available. At night, I will appear to them in a the dream." That's the idea. of Haster, 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 haste bayomo Only during the day, but at night in a dream, I will appear to him says no still the, even though he hides himself he hides himself directly but his hand is still stretched out for Who would sell and i covered you in the shadow of my hand so Hashem still protects us even if he doesn't openly uh, respond to us. bikai was at the uh, Caesar's house Achlehu Pakusa Sorapikorus gestured to him. It was very common. They did that kind of, they played games. And he gestured to him, Pemine. In other words, like he turned his back on the guys if to show him, oh, this is a nation, you're a nation that uh who's whose master of God has turned his face away from you. He gestured to him. maybe he turned around and showed him his back. so Rabbi Shub Ben-Chananya, in turn gestured back to him. He gestured back to him like he stick out his hands, as if to say, even though he turned his back on us, but Hashem's hand is still stretched out for us. So the Caesar, the Caesar said, what did he show you? What, what was that gesturing all about? So he said, So the Bishua answered him He showed me that uh, we're a nation that God has turned away from us. And I showed him back. I gestured to him, the words at his hands are, Stretched out still for us, Omele, Omele, So that's what they, the Rishua's dialogue with um, with the king. they, they actually spoke, amulei So the people there in the king's court uh, said to that apikores, my ama. By the way, here he says says These are all considered minam He said so. The the uh, the people in the king's court said to the. Uh, of course, What did you show him? It says I showed him uh, the nation. You're a nation that uh, whose master was turned away. And what did he show you? Whatever Shulben Chani showed you, he lay down. I didn't understand what he was saying. I didn't understand his return gesture. A person who doesn't understand the gestures that people give you in, in by by demonstrating. You should you're going to do gestures in front of the king. they took him out and killed him. It was easy to kill people in those days. That apparently was a capital uh, capital um uh, a capital uh, sin, a capital crime. Necha when he died. and said to my talk, what's gonna happen to the Api You know, you're able to deal with them, you're able to answer them. When you die, who's what's gonna happen with us on the Api and How are we going to contend with them? Of the pasuk says, "Of the Eitzah Mibonim, when the council is left from our sons, meaning from the Jewish people, Nisrochah Chachmasam, their chachma will also vanish, will will, will rot away." What does that mean? "Khim she'af the Once there's no council among the Jews, Nisrochah Chomah Shalom they will also fall away. They won't be so bright. They won't be able to fight with you. B'boi says, said that to Yaakov when they. When they had, a, they were, you know, negotiating a peace, right? After they almost went to war. The Nitzvah let's, uh, we'll travel together. I'll go opposite you, meaning, B'Shava Rashi says. Meaning that the, there's times, you know, the Jews are up, times when the Goyim were up, we'll manage. Ravila was climbing up on the steps, debate Rabba Rashila in the Yeshiva of Rabba in his house. he heard a small child, Habikkar, who's reading a pasuk. says, pasuk says in Tanakh that. God, will, who creates the mountains, and creates the wind, he tells a person every word that he had. Now we understand it today, not just with Pegasus, we understand that everything is recorded. You think you say something, it's going to be forgotten. Hashem will remind us every word that we mentioned. mention. So he said, Ravila said, God can... A a, a, master, a servant whose master can remind him of every word that he ever mentioned. Is there any remedy for that? My What do you mean with his, with his, uh, his all his words, all his dialogues? Even if a husband and wife talk to one another, but if they talk too much, he says extra things. Magidim even among even in the family, a person should guard his words. he? is that so? But Rafkana, famous story, Rafkana going to he slept underneath Rob's bed he hid underneath Rob's bed he wanted to know uh, what's the proper way to cohabit with one's wife so he hid himself under Rob's bed he heard the Soh, that uh, that Rob was talking that and he was laughing with his wife and then and then he had deal with his wife dummy pume wow he's so Anxious and excited, it's like he's never ta- it's like a man who's never tasted meat. In other words, he's like so never tasted a cooked dish. He's so uh, hungry, like he's so anxious for this. Um, so Rav said to him, Kana, you're you're under my bed. Puk, get out of here. this is improper. Of course, his answer over there was Torahiboranit Sarah. I wanted to know halachically, what he wasn't looking at them, but he wanted to know the proper way to cohabit with a person's wife. Like, you know, they have shiurim for young chassanim. So this is what he did. But the point over here, as you see, is that Rav was talking and laughing with his wife. What was, isn't that extra words? You say You shouldn't be talking extra words. He shouldn't be talking if he if he didn't need to appease her. Here, if he had to appease her, you know, before Bia, then it's proper to speak. If you don't if you don't listen, in the hidden places, I will cry because of because of the pride. This is God speaking. He said, "If they don't listen, I will cry in my hidden places because of your gaiva." There's a place that God is, in Mitztam It's called the hidden place. The, the sign of the hidden place. and as God's crying, What does it mean What does, it mean? What does it mean for because of the pride? So the first pride is because. Of the pride of Israel. He's going to cry because the pride of Israel is gone now. They're not, no longer a, pride, a proud people from covenant, was given to the Goyim. They are no longer on top, and now their pride is gone and gone to the Goyim. Rashmurach says, It's because God's guy, God's in other words, when the Jews are down, God's own uh, uh, pride has, has been diminished. And God is going to cry for that. Says, does God cry? God has no sadness at all. Glory and majesty is in front of him. the Strength and beauty. But there's always, you know, majesty, uh, beauty. God doesn't sit and cry. That's in the difference with the inner chamber. In the outer chamber, he doesn't cry. But the inner chamber, he does cry. For the pride of Israel, that's gone. Um, uh, but in the outer chamber, God doesn't cry. But if it says for the crying and for the eulogies, and for the baldness—in other words, the acts of mourning for uh, strapping themselves, you know, with sackcloth to show mourning. So you see that um, uh, God's calling for that crying because they were talking about the destruction of the base of Middush. even the angels of peace cry even the brave ones they cried outwardly right? and the and the angels of peace cried bitterly so when the basement was destroyed, everybody cries. But normally, God only cries in His inner chamber because of the shame of Israel and the shame of, uh, the, of, of the the shame of Kaddosh has been has been diminished. tidma, and I will and I weeps, uh, was weeping, we uh, crying and weeping. and my eyes uh, had uh, had tears. Right, my don't to my I teared a lot and my eyes ran with tears. So the relation of demah here is three times because the flock of God has been captured. Why is it mentioned three times tears? One so for the first base. One for the second base. One for the who went into Gola. So that's what we mean by the three, the three sets of tears. one so for the lack of Torah, for uh, to the Torah was stopped. Uh, they stopped learning Torah. So, bishlaman domr Yisrael shegalu, and asuf ki nishbeder, makes sense. You say that the third one, they're crying. The tears came down because the Yisrael was was captured. That makes sense. That's golos Elamandomr al Torah. But if you talk about bital Torah, my kinesh beder, what does that have to do with the uh, flock of God has been captured? It says kiven shegal Yisrael m'koma, and ain Torah d'omisah. Right Once when Israel has been exiled, there's no B'tel Torah than that. We're talking about exile, They were exiled, taken into slavery, and they wouldn't be able to learn Torah, presumably. So that means that that refers to B'tel Torah. Tan Rabban, There are three that God cries for b'chol We're talking about God crying. Here we see God cries every day. Al b'torah A person who could occupy himself with Torah and he doesn't. Al And a person who's not able to learn Torah, and he does learn Torah. So some say that this is the, if he cries, these are cry, crying of joy, right? Cries of joy because he's not able to, and yet he makes his extra effort to learn Torah. Others say sheevshalas Torah say, that he's not able to paskin shows he's he's an amaritz and he gets up and and he darshan's and he says things he leads people the wrong way because he's not capable. So two ways to learn that. The alparnasam mskalat sevran for a leader who who. Um, who is uh, arrogant and takes advantage of the congregation? Rebbi Avinuket Sefer Kinnis. was holding the book of Echad in his hand, but Karbiv was reading it. Kimota Leipzuka. When he read, to the, when he came to this passage Hashlech Mishamayim Eretz sent down from the or came down from the heavens to the earth. The book, the scroll, fell out of his hands. So the farsham say means is it fell out of his hands at that uh, it fell out of his hands when he was reading it and it came out on that pasuk hashlach mishamayim as if to say to, to darshan that that's what caused him to darshan it either as he read that it fell out of his hands or it fell out of his hands and fell onto that place of hashlach mishamayim and then he realized he should darshan it what does that mean may labira amikta it fell down from a high place like a high roof. To a, to a lowly pit, as if the safe goes so far. And Lechaim Shalevis explains that it's not so bad if a safer falls on the ground. The safer doesn't really care where it is, right? The safer itself is an inanimate object. It's above or below. But the point is, it's the falling itself which is the problem. In other words, it's, the, it's not just that when we've been made low or we've been demeaned or we fell in our Kedusha or in avodas Hashem, it's the falling itself. It's that you were at a high level. Look what's happened to this guy. He was at such a high level, and look what's happened to him. It's not the, that he's at the level which is the issue. The issue is the falling itself. When I mean, we're, we're at a good point, And look what's happened to us. That's the tragedy. Rebbe B'Rabchia, a story about Rebbe and B'Rabchia. Have a shakli They were on the road. When they came to a certain city, Amri, they said, so uh, they asked, is there a rabbi here? Is, you know, like the rabbi of the town or a young rabbi? Let's go and greet him, we'll go pay our respects. We come to a city, it's proper to pay your respects. Amre, um, they answered him, people told him, there is a rabbi here, but he is blind. He's blind. So if he said to the rabbi, look, the man's blind. Why don't you stay here? You're the Nasi. You know, you're going to have to go see a blind person. Why don't you, you know, don't demean yourself by going to visit somebody who doesn't seem to be that important. Azalana, I'll go, and I will greet him. I'll pay my respects. Rabbi didn't listen to Raffia, and he said no. He grabbed hold of him, and he held on to me, said, no, I'm going with you. When they left, this rabbi, this uh, rabbi who was blind, after they had visited with him, he told them, you have come to greet a, the, a person who is seen but cannot see. He's talking about himself, who's blind. Tisku, the bracha I give you is that you should merit You should be Zohar to see the face, so to speak, of God who sees and is not seen. It doesn't mean to see you or say, in other words, you'll be Zohar to go to be Ali Alaregel. You'll be Zohar that God will, will show him show himself to you, so to speak. You came to visit the person who is seen but cannot see. May you be zochah to to uh, greet the person the, or the one who sees and is not seen. a Rabbi turned out to pieces. Had I listened to you and stayed, may I may I would have missed this bracha. Right? If I would have listened to you and not visited this uh, this rabbi, this blind rabbi, I would have missed this bracha. What a great thing! Yeah, what a great bracha. Amalei said, Where did you hear this bracha? This is a great bracha. Where did you hear this from?" He says, I heard it from the uh, from the teaching of Rabbi Yaakov Shmueli. Rabbi, rabbi Yaakov was a man from that city, Chitaya. He went to visit his rabbi every single day to show him respect. Kikash when Rabbi Yaakov himself got older, like Shisha, like an old Amalei, says, Rabbi says, listen, don't Don't trouble yourself. Go I know you're.'" You're, you're older now it's hard for you to come you don't have to come every day. Amalay so he said Ma'ida said is it a small thing this that it says that it says about the rabbis the they will live forever they won't see the pit meaning they won't see hell or they won't see the grave when they see who died. in other words when they when they see who died, they will be zok and they will continue. They themselves will come to live. If you see a and when they die, yichya, 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 they will live. If I visit the chacham when they're alive, not when they're dead, just the schuss of visiting when he's alive. Right? As we saw, where do we get that from? We saw the, the. We um, saw how great it was. In other words, that this you're supposed to visit your rebbe. On Yontif, right? What do they say? Why are you going to visit him when the when the uh, when the husband when the baby died and she went to visit the navi, right? What does uh-huh. it say there? Low Chodesh for low Shabbat, right? What are you running today? Mash with on or Shabbat? You're supposed to visit the Rebbe, but here taking even more that he went to visit him every day. He said you don't have to come every day. He says, what do you mean? Is it a small thing that the pasuk says you visit a, even a, the Rebbe when he dies? It's uh, it, you will be zol with the long life. So and, and visit them with their life, certainly you're going to be Zoka because you're going to get his Torah and give him respect. Certainly you're going to be Zohar for a long life. So he learned this from Rabbi Yaakov, this idea that how important it is to visit your rebbe, And therefore he gave him, I didn't say that bracha, but he said, where did, you, where did you see what they asked him was, from where did you learn that it's so important? Not this particular bracha of, you came to visit the one who is seen and cannot see. May you be Zoha to the one to to visit the one who sees and and not being seen. But where where did you get that it's so important? Where did you get this idea that um, uh, that you know that 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 greeting a rebbe is so important? He got that from the story the story of Reb Yaakov, who even when he became older said he refuses to stop visiting his rebbe. Ravidi avuah Yaakov, his father the father of Rabbi Yaakov, this Rabbi, people we knew those days, like in, in my day, we would go home only for Pesach and Sukkus. We even had a summer's mind, right? We, I would go home twice a year from Yeshiva, Pesach and Sukkot. So six months you were away and, and then you were home for, with the family for Yontem, right? So uh, what happened was, so he would go, it would take him three months to go to the Yeshiva. So he traveled for three months on the road. Beirab, one day he was in the yeshiva, and then it was three months to get back home, right? So he was basically out of six months, he was 9999 percent of the time on the road. And he went to the yeshiva for one day, learned, and came back home. So he'd be home for Yanta. So the Khadium Beirab, Bhavikala Brother Rabonan called him Bar Bey Rab the Khadiuma. He's the yeshiva student, he's the one-day yeshiva student. He's there one day, one day uh, every six months he became very he felt very badly, right? Because um he said uh you know, he said, you know, this is where they're making fun of him. I'm I'm becoming a joke from my friends. don't blame the rabbis. Don't blame the rabbis. They did they didn't mean it, uh they're not they don't really, they're not putting you down so much. Uh, don't blame the rabbis. He went out to for darish. But Yom Yom and they seek me each and every day, and they want to understand my ways. They want that. So what does that mean? And they only seek God during the day and not at night. If you learn Torah even one day a year, it's if you learn the whole year. Even if you learn one day a year, he I guess he learned twice two days a year, right? But even if you learn one day a year, that's also something. He, some, he said, yom yom, one day is good enough. So he told them, don't make fun of this guy. Firstly, he told them, don't be upset with the rabbis, right? But then he told the rabbis in the yeshiva, don't make fun one day a year. But the other way around too, the sivit says. What happened after the spies? The yom How long were the spies spying? For how long? 40 days, right? It says, for the number of days that you spied the land, you will suffer. Did they sin for 40 years? They only, they only sin for 40 days. One day. Hashem considers it for bad as well as for good, right? The, 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 the. Um, right. I wrote over here in my notes, and why is that? My own question was, right? That usually, me, the tov of God is more so if God pays back a year for, uh, if you did something bad for one day, God pays you back for the whole year. So when you do something good for a day, it should be more than a year. It should be two years. Right? It should be like if you did it for two years, it should be something better. But the point is that you find that uh, even learning Torah for one day is considered a good thing. And, um, and that's so, so you see that Rabbi Yaakov himself went to visit his Rebbe each and every day, even if he was old, because he wanted that schuss. And he apparently he learned it from his father, Rabbi Di, who went? Uh, he traveled for three months just to learn Torah for one day, and that was considered a uh, a good thing. We'll end off with that good with a good note that learning Torah even for one day is good. It's if you did uh, Torah all year round. All right, picking up tomorrow, Have a good day, everybody. Call.